Welcome back to Walk Me Through This with Pastor Donnie Meeks. <laughs> We're going to change your, your holiness. Name. Your holiness. His We're going to change it every, every time. time. I like that. There's a I'll tell you some name. nicknames along Sweet. the way. Yeah, we'll have a whole running <laughs> list right. here. Um, we are wrapping up our conversation. You know, we kicked off this series, The Thing is Not the Thing, and kind of how to start unpacking it. And you are really good about reframing it. You know, of course, we're starting in this Christ- Christian mm-hmm. context. Yep. Um, you always bring it back to the fall, Genesis yep. 1, 2, 3. And so reframing it, bringing God into the conversation. We most recently talked last time about um, the blessedness and the brokenness, mm-hmm. but then how to embrace the brokenness, mm-hmm. um, which is not fun, but it's definitely worth it because um, – I don't know if we said it in the last episode, but it's like God refines us in the fire, right? Correct. And so I feel like, you know, we've gone on this journey. And if anyone's joining us, if not, it's we are on this We're journey. enjoying it together. <laughs> and, I'm um, getting a lot out of this. I don't know about anybody else. <laughs> yep. And uh, and I wanted to wrap it up with the now what? Because yeah. um, for what I just do in my, my life is I want to encourage people to see their stuff, share their stuff, heal their stuff. But that's a lot easier said than done. Yeah. And so – um, I said before about, I think, spoiler alert, what you do is trying to get the scales lifted from mm-hmm. our eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, see, you said before, God doesn't want us. We want to be out of the situation. God wants us out of the bushes. Correct. So if we're in the bushes, because we're all, we all have our own stuff, yep. but we're all in that same bush, though. Yeah. How do we start walking out of it? Now what? Yeah. Um, which really is the, I mean, that's the that's the money question, mm-hmm. right? Because that's where you move from kind of frameworks and theories to work. Mm-hmm. Oh, work. And, and, that's the, and that's the thing is, you know, you and I, we've talked – how many times have we talked about doing the work? Mm-hmm. And so part of – a framework that I like to give. So, again, part of what I try to offer is a set of lenses. Um, now let's talk the journey. You use the language of journey. So let's, let's use the language of a journey and let's frame some realistic expectations. So we're all familiar with the little phrase, you know, this is not a sprint, it's a marathon. marathon. And so the pandemic started out, hey, we're going to shut church for two weeks and then, oh, we realized this thing, okay, well, two two more weeks and then, oh. and Seven months later. Seven months later and, you know, are we another 12 or 18, you know? I mean, we'll see. So that's, that's why this has been such a stressful experience. You know, imagine you are a runner at, in in uh, high school and you're on the track team and the coach enters you in a particular event that you haven't run before, but you're trained on a, you know, a, a short sprint. But all of a sudden, the coach has entered you into the mile. Oh, I better pace myself on this one at some point. So sprinters don't leave anything out there. You just explode. The marathoner. I got a pace. I, I know after my first mile or two, I, I got to pick up the pace. So, so that thing. So, it's like the four hundred meter. You're doing a lap, but then you realize after you get through that lap, everybody's still going. They're, I got to keep going. What? What, <laughs> coach? Oh, I didn't tell you. This is the mile. You got four of those. <laughs> they got a two mile too. Two. Don't and they? so, I don't even know. One of the. Th- <laughs> One of the things I've observed, again, because of our brokenness, mm-hmm. our blessedness gives us a hope we know we, we aspire to a goodness. So, yeah. so we have a, a vision of health, right? So that's, mm-hmm. that's what brings us in is we know it can be better. 
That's a good thing. That's good. The, the, the brokenness, one of the lies we tell ourselves is it's quick. Wait, that, say that one more time. So, what do you mean it's quick? Well, I think I've just got a little splinter. Oh, oh! it's no, like whenever I come to you or Eric and I say, I just have a quick question. How do I deal with this problem? And two hours later, is that what you mean? Go, uh, yeah, that thing. Okay, got it. And so we don't understand the, 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 the depth of the impact of the brokenness in our lives. Mm. So the emotional tie. So we, again, the thing is not the thing. So we, we, we're connecting with a, a, a presenting situation around some event that happened that, that troubled us with a child, a spouse, etc. But we don't perceive how the little tentacles and the roots are, are tracing back into years of, of shaping patterns and habits in our lives. Because habits are not just chewing our fingernails. Mm-hmm. Habits are emotional habits. I react that goes back to the cognitive distortions that Jeremy yes. mentioned of, you know, if you say that, I, that must mean that I'm this or you really mean. Correct. And it goes back to the generational because mm. you get that language from somewhere. Early. Oh. And we're getting patterned and shaped and, 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 and habit, emotional habits and reactive habits are forming early, early, early before we're even like cognizant as, you know, young children and teenagers and then adults right when i hear my son say come on where did he get that oh he got that from me mm, and where'd you get it well you got a dad and where'd he get it he's got a dad you know yeah. and so um a phrase um from a eugene peterson book that actually is borrowed from uh, frederick nietzsche the the existential philosopher of all things mm-hmm. a long obedience in the same direction okay is that why eugene peterson is the uh the Daily Psalm proverb isn't he the one who started that? Mm-hmm. For me, I mean, it yeah. was he. It was reading his book about pastors are supposed mm-hmm. to pray the Psalms. So, so part of the now what is I want to frame a realistic sense of expectation. So, somebody comes, we have a conversation. Um, there's some uh, awareness, uh, some framework, um, some sense of okay, now this is the thing to work on. Mm-hmm. I think it's incumbent upon me to stretch out the, the, the track. Mm-hmm. You're, not, you're not running a 100 meter. You're not running a 400 meter. You actually got a 26.2 mile thing going but right here. But I just want to fix it now. And, and, and that's part of our brokenness <laughs> is I just want out of the situation. Yeah. God wants us out uh. of the bushes. So, so part of the work is to commit to a longer process and so um, I think I've borrowed this from the sales universe, under promise, over deliver. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I try to, uh, and you may have noticed this from time to time. Others who may <laughs> listen, who've been in conversation with may have noticed this. I just this from, rolled my eyes. I was like, oh, great. Here What's we go. What's it, it going to be? I'll say things like, hey, don't expect much to change very quickly. Mm-hmm. So I want to be a little bit of a, a little Donnie Downer, you know. <laughs> Donnie Downer. That's, you know, that's the great. Yeah, that's one. There you go. Next one. Donnie Downer um, <laughs> to give a little bit of, hey, I want to pop the balloon. I, you, you may feel good because when you're talking to another person, you're walk. That's the first step out of the bushes is I'm telling my story to somebody else 
and it feels good. And it feels like you might get an answer. Like, oh, I got to do this. Oh, I got to go read the Psalms every day. Perfect. Okay. Take two scriptures and see you later, you know. (laughs) And and it's not that. Mm. Sometimes there is an immediate relief. You know, the doctor gives you 10 days Mm. of antibiotic and it cures the thing, right? But rarely in the spiritual life and in the life of becoming fully human is there a quick fix. In fact, there is no quick fix. Mm But there are milestones, okay? And so so part of the now what is to affirm the person. So I would say to somebody who might be listening to this, who's feeling they're in a thing, I'd be happy to speak with you. Find somebody to speak with because that's the first step out of the bushes is to name the thing that you're wrestling with and name a sense of... I feel a little embarrassed to talk about this. I know you're going to, because I hear that stuff all the time. I know, uh, please don't judge me, but, and and I just, look, I got a pass too, okay? So, you know, if you want to hear my stuff, I'll tell you my stuff. But as a professional, I'm not supposed to tell you my stuff. But basically, I got stuff, okay? <laughs> Wait, you know, stuff? <laughs> you have stuff. You're not allowed to have stuff. You're His Holiness. <laughs> <laughs> and so part of what I'm trying to do mm-hmm. is to... um moderate the expectations, bring the expectation mm. back. Now, I, and so this is the part of the challenge. I don't want some, oh my God, I got I to gotta run 26 miles of this stuff because mm-hmm. it is a lot of work to come in sometimes. For extroverts and someone mm-hmm. like yourself that in second grade is going to go talk to Mrs. Mm-hmm. Jones about your, you know, guidance counselor yeah. thing, you know, very few people are that way. Mm-hmm. And For so sure. it, it's a, it's a conversation that, that, uh, one of my phrases, let's put a bookmark here mm-hmm. and then whenever it works, let's open the bookmark back up and we'll pick up here. That's why I talk to people for now. Exactly. I want to try to bring it to you. But my point is I don't want you to stay there. I want you to Correct. get there. Correct. So so um, you've made reference to praying the Psalms. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that is one of those practical activities because doing the work is it involves two things mm-hmm. it's it's there's activities that we need to engage in structuring mm-hmm. activities mm-hmm. healing therapeutic conversational mm-hmm. spiritual activities mm-hmm. okay and then there is the in so that's the external piece that you can kind of see and measure mm-hmm. did you go to church or not did mm-hmm. you read your bible or not did you mm-hmm. say your prayers or not the internal work is much harder to gauge yeah. because my, in my own experience, that is my own experience. I think we were sharing last time of my difficult time I had in Colorado when God did something on my head <laughs> and the, the couple of years of conversation I had with a therapist, a counselor, one of our elders, and, and the gift that was for myself to be in, in, mm-hmm. in, in therapeutic conversation and the awareness that came. But that was a couple of years. And I didn't want to spend two years talking to, you know, Carol. I wanted to, let's go. Yeah. Tell me the thing I need to fix. Tell me the thing I need to fix and let's get on with it. Diagnose me. Diagnose me, prescribe me, and and send me on my way, you know. But that's like this goes forever. I mean, that's like the expectations. But you hear that I think sometimes we are cliched out, which is, you know, never stop learning and da-da-da-da-da. But when you kind of have more life happen, you realize, oh, yeah, guess what? You never stop learning. Correct. You never have it figured out. And, um, you know, kind of having that expectation that, oh, we are going to – we are never going to have marriage figured out. Like we are never – But you will always be – well, 
I hope you are always yeah. figuring. figuring it Yeah, out. God's always. So we used to, when we would advertise for a staff position at the church, we used to, you know, one of our things was a mature Christian. And we changed it. I said, we want a maturing yeah. Christian. There are no mature Christians. Uh-uh. Well, yeah, but there are maturing Christians, person, you know, who are – and some of our conversations, what are you working on these days? What, what are you reading? Where are you wrestling with God? Mm-hmm. And again, that's a, a, a way of coming at it. So, so the now what is get in conversation with somebody. That's the first step out of the darkness into the light, mm-hmm. out of the bushes, uh, into the clearing, so to speak. And then there will be structured activities that will be – for the purpose of assisting the internal work. So that, but both of those are work. So to, to get up and read your Bible in the morning takes work. You've got to get out of bed. You have mm-hmm. to, you know, scrape your, you know, clothes on and, and go down and pour the coffee and read. But then you got to pay attention while you're reading. Mm. So it's not just, I read my Bible, check. Okay. How come I don't feel better, God? Because and it's the internal work, and so it's this conver- it's this ongoing conversation with pastoral and therapeutic and and, and friends. I mean, really, the mm-hmm. um, the Irish have a word. It's an uh, anamkara, mm-hmm. a soul friend. Mm-hmm. Anamkara. That'd be a great name for a child. I mean, mm-hmm. Krista, should we have another child? <laughs> name them anamkara. You know, <laughs> you know. Reading the psalm with what you just said, it made me. So we've been reading the Psalms um, in twenty twenty and. Uh, it was one of those things like it felt tangible, like, yep. okay, we need, you know, God, like, wh- what's that thing? You just said, yep. you know, here's, here's the, the structured activity. The structure yeah. activity. Um, so it was, it was a welcomed structure yep. activity. And after a while, it almost felt like, oh, oh gosh, are we really going to do this um, every day, like all the time? But now that, we're 10 months in and I, you know, I hope and pray we continue it, but um, I'm also not going to sit here and yep. say like, I'm not promising. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, not cause I don't want to just cause life shows me. So, um, but point being that I, we have enough time under our belt where yeah. I can see one, the beauty of the rhythm and you've talked yep. about the rhythm. Yep. Yep. So I want you to kind of explain that. So it makes sense. And number two is, the same, how the same things hit you in different ways. And, and like, holy, like I, for the first six months thought this passage was talking about this person. Oops. And now suddenly yeah. that person is me. Correct. And uh, I had a, a, when we were, I was writing something out and I had come up with this quote, which is healing with intention allows time to be a gift of restoration rather than repression. Mm. Say that again. Healing with intention allows time to be a gift of restoration Mm -hmm. rather than repression. Mm -hmm. And for me, that was, you know, that quote kind of came about from a few different things I read and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But it's for, it's that for me, though, kind of the behind the scenes of that is this reading of the Psalms where I could see it's not just, oh, just give it time, pray about it. You know, it's it. It's the work and it's that reading and I could see how my thoughts and like I said, it shifted from, well, this is obviously about these people or this stuff or whatever, you know, the world mm-hmm. or what have mm-hmm. you. And then suddenly it's like, oh. And so, that's the that's the plant getting out of the eye process. Yeah. You're using the, the, the term read the Psalms. Mm-hmm. Don uses the term 
pray the Psalms. Yeah. yeah. So there's a little bit more intention when you are yeah. in a conversation. Yeah. So a couple thoughts around so, – so praying the Psalms or reading the Psalms yeah. is a structured activity. And so, so part of the – so first step, talk to somebody. That, that's the first step out of the bushes. Then structure some activities because that builds a little bit of momentum and it, it affirms to oneself – I'm doing something about it. I am doing the work. And so part of, so I often will, will offer praying the Psalms because it's a doable activity by every person every day for the rest of their lives. You don't have to go to a conference. You know, there are conferences to go to, but then you have to wait till the conference. Mm -hmm. But everybody can get out of bed or before they go to bed or any point during the day, read five Psalms a day. Mm-hmm. And initially it begins with reading them, but over time we make them our own. Mm-hmm. And so the, the concept just very briefly around praying the Psalms would be the Psalter has been given to us 150 Psalms. Gee, 30 days average in a month. Hmm. That gets us five Psalms a day. Five Psalms. Oh, there's five books to the Psalms. Who knew that there's an arrangement of five books to the Psalms? What other five book arrangement do we have? Oh, the, the Torah, um, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Oh, you mean the Psalms are actually like the answer to the Torah. So the initiating word of God in the beginning, God created the world and, and all that happens in the first five books of the Bible. And then the Psalter is like the, the two hands. I'm making two praying hands and I'm joining them together. And so you've got... Interlocking to- fingers. Interlocking Ooh, fingers. Nice. Torah, Waffling, Torah and Psalms. And then five Psalms a day, you will go through the entire book of Psalms every month. And then you do this every month. And so you've been doing, what do you say, nine, 10 months now. Mm-hmm. And so Psalm 77 begins, you know, being about this person in this situation. And then in month six and in month eight... And just wait till you've been doing them. I've been in the Psalms now since 1992. So what mm. is that? 28 years wow. of almost every day. Mm-hmm. Not every day, people. Okay, I miss them. But almost <laughs> every day, <laughs> five Psalms a day, they become, there's 150 friends and they become Anamkaras. Mm-hmm. They become soul friends because yes. what you discover then is, oh, I'm not in the boat alone. Even when I'm in the storm, we're all in our boat by ourselves. There was somebody else who has experienced. There's no cursing, but there's almost cursing. Boy, oh boy. They're shaking their fist at God sometimes. I mean, when you talk about dashing children on rocks, you... You're probably very upset. Uh, this morning, one of this morning psalms was the the righteous will be glad when they bathe their feet in the blood of the wicked. I'm yeah. going, and so that was the psalm I read for my little morning study. And yeah. I said, friends, this is in your Bible too. <laughs> We've got to come to grips with that. So the so the gift of the structured activity is it's something that we can do. The gift of the psalms in particular is with this. Do you get, do you have one of the 31 days books? You, do you have that? Yeah. You just, yeah. you just open up the day of the month. So today's the oh, 29th yeah. of the month. You just open up to day 29. I don't care if you skip day 28 and 27. Doesn't matter. Just pick up today because you only get to live today and you read those days psalms. And then over time, you begin to find yourself in the Psalms mm-hmm. and you begin to find language because most of us don't know how to pray, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we have no idea. How do I even pray about this thing other than say, help, 
And I want to, my first thought that came to my head, so I kind of want to clarify it. It's not, so tell me if I'm wrong. It's not how do I pray as in, oh, Father, oh, 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 how, how art thou? You don't mean how to pray like that. No, no. So say, so I don't have to worry about it. It is taking, so for instance, Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. Mm -hmm. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Father, thank you for just that fun time we had last night with our friends. That felt like good pasture to me. So what I do when I teach the class on praying the Psalms, and I'll, I'll, I'll take a Psalm and I'll unpack it. And different phrases become then a springboard to the more personal conversation with God. Um, you know, green pastures, uh, leads me aside quiet waters. He restores my soul. Lord, thank you for the way in which, um, you know, the, the, the conversation we had three days mm-hmm. ago that, that still lingering with me. That's a, rest, a rest, you know. so you, you move in and out of the, the biblical psalm verse, but you're making that your own. The Lord is my shepherd. Now, the dashing the baby's heads against the rocks are the hard ones, but what the answer is, pray your anger. Mm-hmm. I was, that's what I was going to, mm-hmm. uh, that's what I wanted to add is that it's, you know, it's not about the right biblically sounding mm-hmm. language. It's that, how do I take my brokenness? How do I take my anger? And that's why for me, I feel like I'm the furthest from, and that's why I go to you with all this, mm-hmm. you know, God, as I say, God stuff, mm-hmm. because it's not my, I guess you could say comfort zone. But if I'm in conversation with someone, you know, I feel like I can only speak from my own experience. And it's like God doesn't want us to – like the Psalms, praise God for the Psalms. God does not want us to shy away from our anger. And that even though we need to count it all joy and embrace the brokenness, that doesn't mean we say, oh, praise God. Praise God for this. Like, no, no, you can get angry and mad and – but it's part – but that's taking that to God. Take that anger to God. He can handle it. And most of us don't feel – like we can pray our anger because we we certainly can't – most of us did not grow up in homes where we could speak to our parents with such raw emotion. Therefore, we, we, we import that to our relationship with God. I can't speak to God with raw emotion. So when I have raw emotion, I'm not going to go to church because I don't feel worthy and I'm not going to pray because mm-hmm. I, I, I'm just so angry. So what do you do? Then you self-medicate with staying in the bushes. You stay in the bushes. That's why I'm telling you, like, and so and so by so there's 150 psalms. I think it's something like 105 or 106 of them are technically considered psalms of lament. Mm -hmm. So uh, over over two thirds of the psalms, Psalm 23 technically would be a psalm of lament. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. <laughs> your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me. Where? In the presence of my enemies. And so you name this thing, the, the thing that is not the thing. Yes. But that thing is the enemy at first. And then as you start to do the work and you mm-hmm. go, oh, my goodness, the thing is really, I've got a broken relationship with my father, mm-hmm. with my mother. And so... Uh, yeah, I would rather just focus on this thing out here because that thing is so deep and so long and so painful. But God just says, hey, you can work on that thing. Mm-hmm. So 
God sets the table. He feeds us, nurtures us in the presence of the enemies. And so he invites us to name the enemy in prayer. And that can be in the intimacy of your own home, just between you and God. And that's where the work starts to happen. That's where the structured activity helps us then to start do the work, the emotional processing of my life. And then the long obedience in the same direction is the long conversation, both with the psalmists and the psalmic community, but also with your healing team, of which a pastor and counselors and, and friends will, will, will be part of. And then the longer conversation with a pastor. So that we've been able to enjoy mm-hmm. is you don't have to retell the story every yeah. time, you know, sure. and I might forget a detail here mm-hmm. and there that you might have shared three years ago. And I mm-hmm. said, tell me that thing again. Mm-hmm. But, but that, that's, this is the thing that God wants is the journey mm-hmm. out of the bushes into the light into wholeness um, and, uh, and and essentially Christ-likeness ultimately. So, Yeah, I, I was just thinking like, okay, you've, you've broken down kind of some practical ways to start that journey. Yeah. I love that word, journey. Um, so finding the safe person, you yep. know, to, to kind of share with and doing the external work. Yep. So the internal work, someone who, you know, I had said to you in a conversation at one point about, well, how do I know I'm doing the work Mm -hmm. or how do I know we're doing the work Mm -hmm. or what Mm -hmm. have you? And so I want to ask you kind of like if anyone else was in the same boat, like, okay, Don, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to tackle this scary thing. And because I want to encourage you if anyone's listening. Yeah. that you're not alone because other people are walking that path mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. But for me, that's why I kind of with that quote I said about the gift of time. Yeah. Because for me, those kind of questions of, you know, am I doing the work or am mm-hmm. I? It's, that's where it's only time will tell. And mm-hmm. so that's why I joke because mm-hmm. I, I use humor mm-hmm. a lot. Sure. Um but, you know, I said it with my curse words. <laughs> like, so for me, in all, in all seriousness, that is a way I kind of am able to kind of keep my finger on the pulse of how I'm doing emotionally. Yeah, yeah. Because if I get very fired up, then that shows kind of where I'm at. So for me, it's been good to see that, wow, as I've worked through stuff, you know, in life, I can get to a place where I can actually talk about it. And now some people can be fired up and not be as extra externally mm-hmm. driven. So I think, you know, everyone's situation's different. But um, I would have asked you this question. I probably did ask you it 10 months ago. Of like, how do you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So for me now, I have that gift of time. I can see, oh, I can read the psalm and see that it's about me. I Correct. can talk about it without dropping <laughs> multiple curse words. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but do you have any um, Kind of insight as we wrap it up as people, you know, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to start peeling back the layers. I'm going to start doing the work. What's a way to keep your finger on the pulse to see how you're doing? Oh, boy, that's a great question. That, that is going to be our next series. Perfect. That's a great <laughs> uh, what I think. Because, because I think that's. That's not a quick answer. No, it's oh, not a quick yeah, answer. Yoy, yoy. But the, this is. What's essential to knowing if you're doing the work is some 
shared conversation with others so that you can ask that question. You can get a reality check. Mm. Oh, that's like the cursing thing I use. Like that's yeah. I, I joke about that, but that's me being in conversation. Because so, I've, I've I've got I've two two other images that I I offer to folks. Life is a scavenger hunt. So you know, Forrest Gump says box of chocolates. I say yeah. life is a scavenger hunt. Yeah. You get one clue at a time. Oof. Go over to Farmer Brown's Rusty Pump, and you okay. This is so, you know, we have a conversation. Yeah. You go off and do the work, okay? You get to the rusty yeah. pump. You know, this This is the thing you're working on now. Yeah. You get to the rusty pump. You search around. Oh, tucked up under there mm. is the next clue. Go over to the Liberty Bell in front of the old schoolhouse, okay? So we, so it's station to station. It's scavenger hunt. Mm. But the amazing race. Yes. Love it, Richard Scary. Come <laughs> but on. I just want to so, find the treasure. So but, and 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 the treasure is as we're going, yes. we're getting exercise, we're getting stronger, and we're learning how to sort, sort things out. So that's one image: a scavenger hunt. Clue to, so don't figure everything out. Let's just take the thing that's going now, and let's just run that one. Second would be the spiral staircase, because we never quite get rid of our junk. I've got my brand of sin. You've got your brand of sin. I've got yeah. besetting sins. You've got besetting sins. I've got family inheritance. You've got family inheritance, and so we revisit. Things here I am again, but I'm I'm revisiting it from a different vantage point now. So that now I'm here I am again dealing with my anger, my curse words, Uh but I know I'm a different person because it's been, you know, this will be something we can explore. Ask me about the Saturday Night Massacre, okay? So that'll that'll give you something to, you know, ask me about, Um, and so. That was an incident that said, ooh, I guess I'm not done with this one yet, mm-hmm. you know. But you can, you've got vantage point. But the conversation partners are the ones who can then help you. Hey, it feels like I'm always talking about this thing. And they say – and you need truth tellers. Surround yourself not with yes Thank people. You. Surround yourself with truth tellers. And the question is, are you willing to hear their truth when they, when they bring it back to you? And, and I'm sure somewhere along the way I said yeah. something to you. I think we know each other well enough that I think I can risk saying what I'm getting ready to say. Mm-hmm. And that is very intentional. I'm, I'm saying, are you going, okay, what's coming, <laughs> you know? But and then I say something and you go, oh, I wasn't so bad to say. Yeah. But I could say the same thing to somebody that I don't have as mm-hmm. strong a relationship with and they may be offended. I can't believe the pastor suggested I need to go read my Bible and pray more, mm-hmm. you know? How dare he? You know, well, that's why I feel like that when I've suggested to people, go talk to Don. I mean, yeah. it's easy on a podcast because it's like, well, one, I don't see you and I'm yeah. just talking to the airwaves. <laughs> that's right. But, you know, I feel like, you know, I, I run that risk sometimes when I suggest that. But it's just because I'm so passionate because yeah. I've seen so many yeah. people hurting. And then, you know, what's even better. I've been the one hurting. Yeah. <laughs> and that takes Correct. it to a whole new level, because the beauty of that, though, is that this thing that I was doing in theory you then do and then it actually strengthens the conviction and so you can say the hard things Correct. because you know Correct. that the journey is worth it so yeah. and there was a time when i couldn't have said the hard thing because of my own insecurities mm-hmm. you know as a young minister pre-ministry you know just boy if i say what i'm really thinking to this person they might never come back and talk to me and I, you know. mm-hmm. and so my doing my own work i was going to say that's cuz that's that's could you didn't know at the time. That's their stuff. If they react, you know, if you're doing it in love and kindness, I feel like absolutely you always need to add that you're not like spewing. Yeah, yeah, stuff. no, and I'm not. I never um, try to beat anybody. No, you up, never do. But, never do. Um, but um, yeah. So, 
So that's so those are some now what's I think yeah. to to structure it. And, but but I think the longer conversation, maybe next time we can yeah. tease some of the. How do work. I know I'm doing the work? What yeah. are some milestones? I said that earlier. Yeah. You know, it's it's setting for ourselves long obedience, long journey. Stretch it out your whole life. Sure. So let's just make a little bit of progress. And, you know, we're, we're not going to talk about it today because we're going to wrap it up. But it's the whole two-dimensional to three-dimensional Yeah, learning. yeah. And um, you're just going to have to stay tuned to hear about what Ooh, that's going to be. you just set but... the hook for the three-dimensional. That's my favorite Ooh, thing. These are the kind of things that I'm so glad that we did this because I use terms because of you, like, you know, the fall, yeah. east of Eden. Yeah. And people say, what do you mean by that? And I'm like, I know in my heart what I mean, <laughs> but it's hard for me to explain. So, yeah. Don, thank you so much. Yeah, you're this welcome. Good being here. I've ever heard.